0: How's it, how's it? My name is Mark Haystick, and you're listening to the Birding Life Youth Podcast. This is part two of the chit chat episode where Justin, Jonathan and Tristan and myself chatted about a variety of biodiversity topics, branching off to less appreciated fauna and flora, bio bashing, new species that a couple of us have come across and conservation problems and opportunities that are arising. Take a listen. One cool conservation initiative that I've heard of is the Eden to Addo Corridor that conservation organizations are looking at building over the years. Have you guys heard about it? heard know. a
1: bit about it, yeah. It was very, very interesting. So basically what it's about is it's a corridor linking the Addo Elephant National Park and the Naisna Forest where the elephant migration, which once took place, could take place again. And then it's also opening up another migration corridor for buffalo and rhinos.
0: Yeah,
2: quite right. So the
1: only problem is, the only problem is yeah, that yeah. to do something like this is going to take so much funding, and I honestly I don't see if it's going to be possible.
0: Well, yeah, I know you're quite right. You're quite right, and it also includes coastal reserves like Robberg Nature Reserve and Tittenberg Bay, where they're actually linking private reserves and national reserves together. Um, so it's not just the forest, which is great, but I think. They're slowly like what they're doing, what what might make it possible, what they're hoping will make it possible, is going in and joining forces with nature reserves between Eden and Addo in South Africa and coming to the agreement that they will allow free roaming animals between their reserves with terms and conditions. So they don't necessarily, I don't think they create new nature reserves at all, but from what it seems like it sounds like a great idea, is the aim is to join the nature reserves that are in close proximity to each other to create a a whole corridor that crosses over the provinces, which you imagine that happens, guys. It'll be epic if it does succeed, you know?
2: I think it would be amazing, though. Um, Yeah, just fantastic. I've never been to Addo,
3: actually. I've never been either. Apparently, it's amazing, though.
0: Um, I have a friend who actually introduced me to my bird club those few years ago. His name's Christian Yun, and he's a professional bird guide at, Elephant, at Addo Elephant National Park. And I think he's he's probably the best bird guide um, in Addo. Um, I'm not sure if he's the only one, but he works at Riverbend Lodge. Fantastic birder. He grew up in the garden roots, and now he he works there. Um, so I've got a connection there, but oh, I still haven't gone. I still haven't gone to Addo. My grandma's recently... Um, bought a new place in Jeffrey's Bay in the Eastern Cape. So I'll have some accommodation if I ever go, you know, I want to take a visit to Edo. Just a just a case of raising some pocket money for myself.
3: Yeah, I mean, listen, for me, the Eastern Cape, I don't know. There's uh, not much drawing to me, drawing me to it at the moment. Um, <laughs> is wise. it? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and on a student budget, you gotta prioritize where you go. Eh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's some interesting um my friend Ludwig, who I mentioned in the previous podcast, who's the he's the fanatical botanist. Okay. I think he, I'm not sure if he's um confirmed it, but he thinks he discovered a new species of aloe there. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
3: That's, that's um, crazy. What uh, what group is it in?
0: No, I don't know, unfortunately. But uh, there's nothing that looks like it. He he's he showed it to a, a worm called, uh, I think it's Niels Jakobs. Or uh, Niels, sure. uh, I'm not sure. He's, a, he's, an, he's an older generation, a birder, herper, and botanist. And he's professional at cr- uh, crassulas and succulents. But uh, yeah, Niels can't identify it down to genus level, I don't think. But um, the photos Ludwig got shows something that looks in between an aloe and uh, that's the size of, you know, Hottentot's fig, the the, the the little plant that grows on the beach. Yeah, it's like that, but it's uh, it's got aloe texture to it. And they think it's a new species of aloe, but they haven't, hasn't got the chance to go back and take a specimen or anything. So that might be something that draws you. I think the succulents in the Eastern Cape are actually quite, quite bizarre, Tristan.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, firstly, if you have photos of that aloe type plant, I would love to see them. Yeah, um, for sure. Take a look at them. Because aloes, aloes are definitely my top plant in general. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know like the Amatola Mountains and things are crazy. And I mean, uh, herb-wise, the Eastern Cape is is uh, mind blowing, especially Herp-wise. endemics, um, especially frogs. I mean, oh, just Amatola toad, and I'm there. Amatola toad. Wow, that's yes
0: that's from uh,
3: yeah, it's from the Amatola Mountains. Um, Amatola a lot of hogsback, a lot of a lot of bird, I mean, a lot of frogs in the in hogsback. Uh, and reptiles as well. I mean, it is it is mind blowing. I just need to to first get over my bird itch here.
0: Sure. No. no, I must I must get into my herping. I've really I've taken too much of a break from herping. I'm I'm I've I've honestly been too focused on studies and, and birding, to be honest. I mean, since that uh, this year I, I, I said to myself, listen, this year is going to be a bit of buyer bashing for myself. I'm gonna take a bit of a break from bird watching, finish my last year of school focus on reptiles, amphibians, and a bit of botanizing. So that was my plan. Then all of a sudden, what happens? A laughing gull pitches up down the road, and the birder inside of me gets the biggest wake-up call in my life. And y'all know, the, the herping hasn't hasn't been going as well as planned, uh, but yeah, so But I, I really do look forward to getting more into herbs and stuff. Um, one place I need to Suss out a bit more is the Clan Karoo. I'm just on the other side of the mountain from the Clan Karoo, and it's a totally different habitat. You guys ever been there, Tristan and Jonathan?
2: No,
3: no. I've I've never been at the Karoo, so yeah. Well, you've never been to the Karoo. Never been to the
0: Karoo. Never been to the Karoo.
1: You're the most incredible place,
0: bro. Yeah, Justin, you're very right. It is the most incredible place. In fact, it's my favorite habitat besides Spain. Tristan, you're like the the succulent. Enthusiast of South African birders community, and you haven't been to the Karoo, bro?
3: <laughs> Listen, as I said, there's a reason why my Limpopo list is just about to hit 500. I spend uh, all my time there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I need to get down because as soon as I get down there, my bird list hits 700. So, yeah, I mean,
1: dude, come down. We'll organize something. There are, I've got lots of spots here that, yeah, we can find so much stuff.
3: Shame,
0: Tristan. We're, uh, we're 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 teasing you here because I mean you got to keep your you got to focus your money on your studies.
3: No, not my studies. <laughs> Is my it twitching?
0: <laughs> twitching. Ah, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it, it all goes towards twitching, guys. But uh, it's it's wider heart twitching, unfortunately.
0: Mm, mm, okay. Sure. And now, now, Tristan, your your whereabouts? We're talking a lot about Mister Spurway over here. Um, your whereabouts? You told me that you're not actually located specifically in like any province at all? Where are you located in South Africa? If you can give us it's, like a description at all.
3: It's very complicated. So I study in Pretoria. Um, I spend most of my time in Limpopo on our farm. Uh, I am basically originally from Belito. <laughs> Which is where? Zimb- like in Durban. Oh, yes, yes. Um, But I was I grew up in the midlands. Um oh, my word, and my, <laughs> my family lives in Joburg. No oh, my word. So where, where are you now? <laughs> Joburg. Oh, okay. Waiting for 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 varsity to go on campus again. Sure. Okay.
0: No. so so you're a bit of a nomad, huh? Eh?
3: Yep, yep. Except Pretoria is basically my home base now and it is the mm, sickest okay. place in the world. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I mean with a lot of traveling, you've probably had quite a cool opportunity to check out different birds and stuff. Obviously your herps and fish as well.
3: Or oh, like you don't even understand. Um, herps. Are, okay, so my, my frog list is I think 40 something now, which is fairly low, but I mean, that's just Limpopo. Um, my herp list is massive. Um, I've insane, insane mammals. Um, yeah, and I mean, I've just seen some cool things along the way, you know?
0: Yeah, nice. And Jonathan, you're in Northwest. You have any frogs there? Yes. Ah, uh, not so many frogs. No. From my impression, Northwest is pretty dry.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's rather dry compared to to the other provinces.
0: Ah, uh, it's it's as I said, you know, it's one of those provinces that are like almost not even in the country for me. It's it's very underestimated.
2: Yeah, I I think so as well. But I think um with like frogs and and some of the other things it's it might not be as as biodiverse as some of the other mm-hmm. the other provinces but i think i think there are, there are some other things like the smaller things maybe um that are that are completely overlooked like, like um, for example yeah yeah like for example um i've in my garden actually at home um i've photographed uh entire well it's the first photographs um that exist of the whole genus um of a certain millipede what um, so yeah it's previously, lecker, only, man. previously there's only drawings um so and i've collected some specimens it's now at sanby um, so they're having a look at it. Um, wow. So yeah, it's got exciting. Um, so, but things like that, I think the smaller things are completely overlooked, and probably everywhere um, mm-hmm. in, in, in the other provinces as well. So, um, to to just yeah, answer yeah. that,
0: as I said earlier, I discovered, I helped discover with um, Wim Collin, who who's a big time i naturalist uh, user, mm. uh, a new species of stink bug in the genus Bureus. In the garden root botanical gardens. And it's it's a it's like I think they call it a type locality because the species that is unknown still hasn't been properly described, is only found in the garden roots botanical gardens, which is it's a it's a municipality-run botanical garden on the verge of town, it's not that big. And and yeah. these aloes, very interestingly, these aloes in the gardens were imported from different parts of South Africa. They were not originally there, and these stink bugs that live on the aloes, sorry, I was supposed to mention that, only live on the aloes, not any other plant species. They're reliant on living on aloe species. So what I'm trying to yes. say is that this stink bug species comes from somewhere else in South Africa, but what? it was discovered in the Garden Root botanical gardens, dudes. Yes, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Oh. I, I don't know, well, I don't know. we find
1: another one in Flarespa somewhere? We've, I'm pretty yes. sure we found more of the Thank same Thank you for reminding me.
0: I found I found an individual on an aloe at Flea Spy, which is just past Mossel Bay here in the Western Cape still. You guys probably okay you guys obviously know where Mossel Bay is. That's where the the very special gull species I won't mention the full name was found. Um so <laughs> the, yeah that's the only other location I've been able to find it and that that was found by me so I'm really, really chuffed about that to be honest. I feel like just bragging about this guys it's so exciting. Jonathan, For my word that's crazy man. Well done. Thanks Jonathan yeah, so just look out on aloes around you, Tristan. Let me know if you find yeah. any orange and black colored stink bugs and just send drop me a photo, right? Because
3: um y- yeah, I mean I'll I will, Uh I've got nobody <laughs> to really share my, my plant photos with anyway. But out of just out of interest that uh that with that's like a stink bug story, this isn't a new species, but we have uh I think it's nice in a dwarf comedian. We have a population here in Joburg now because they came on a whole lot of trees what? that we brought you. What? Yeah. So it's an it's an alien yeah, it's to so the cool. province. Yeah, it's an alien. It's a complete alien. It's it's in a couple <laughs> gardens and oh, in a certain word. area of Joburg, Shaq, not in my should, area. You should, but, um, um,
0: you should get some Birchel's cockles thrown into those gardens. It'll fix the problem quickly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I, to be fair, they're filling the niche that uh Flapnecks once filled. So oh, know, yeah, it's a huge issue. Okay. Yeah, because we don't really have any flat. Okay, to be fair, this is the high fault, but I'm sure they must have been flat next year at a stage.
0: Okay, no, you got a good
3: point. I mean, there. If they're in
0: case they in, they should
3: have been there. Yeah, so it's, it's really, really, really interesting. um We've also had, I think it was a foam nest frog rock up here in Joburg because it came on somebody's car.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of stories like that with different species, but just on the notes of the chameleon. An, a way to test if the flatneck chameleons occur in the high Felt area is to check the, the local nature reserves in, in, in around the Gauteng for flatneck chameleons. Oh, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm sure they occur there. I'm just meaning in, in where they are now. It's, it used to be very, very grassy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, even like, because obviously, I don't, I don't know how well you know Joburg, but we we had olive pigeons move in. Olive pigeons over <laughs> Yeah and there's there's speculation that we'll eventually get Cape bats moving in because Joburg's become such a such a, a forested very, um, area Forest yeah Yeah oh, hey um like like I actually had two lesser honeyguides in my garden earlier and like all sorts uh, of really cool That's an
0: insane things, bird you know. on its own never mind in Joburg uh Yeah you know with the fact that it's the the biggest man-made forest in the world
3: That's incredible
0: honestly It's incredible man yeah now I've only been to Joey's, uh let's see twice the one yo, time was I'm, just I'll a drive a through.
3: No, it's not worth it. Don't stop. Don't <laughs> stop.
0: I got my I did get a life for driving through. You'll be very impressed. Okay. Indian minor.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's that's way too impressive, I must say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I was I was very happy. But uh looking back, <laughs> I am um, I don't know no, what a what a sad moment. Um yo, I don't like those things.
1: I wonder <laughs> what's gonna happen when one pitches up in the garden route or in the Western Caps. So you will be like, okay twitches, you got a week to see it and then we're shooting it.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I won't object to that. Um, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but it is just my opinion. Um <laughs> Indian miners are and not only an alien species, which means it comes from a different country fr- besides South Africa, but it's also an invasive species, which means it opposes threats to indigenous birds by actually physically physical um threats and um threats through competition for resources. So I mean. You know, it's it's a starling species that just doesn't belong here and was brought here by humans. So therefore we created the problem. Now we have to fix it and deal with the problem of somehow getting rid of them, whether that be by eradication in terms of like culling, or I don't know. How do you sterilize miners for goodness sake? Yeah. Is it I... even possible? There's just so many of them.
3: Um yeah. Yeah, with miners, I mean, I've got I had six on my lawn. Five hours ago. Like they, they, they're tough. <laughs> they're very tough to control. Sure. So,
1: not far out drew- from the Western Cape either. I think they've been seen in the in Port Elizabeth. So, I think within a couple of years, they'll be in the Western Cape.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, they will. I mean, you can you see them in, in Kruger all the time. Someone's not even near s Yeah,
0: Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I hate that they are alien species in South Africa, guys. It's really saddening to me. You know, how thinking about it now, today we have. I think it's like I don't know between five and ten species of alien birds in South Africa, just South Africa, not just not southern. Uh, it's round about there, um, and a hundred, two hundred years ago, the South African landscape and ecosystems were pristine. You know, uh, they were yeah. they were they were running smoothly with no interruptions, besides the human development, which was like I don't know cutting trees down and building houses, which didn't have. Uh, a a, a substantial or a a, um, a noticeable impact on the way things are running in the environment those days. But now we have between five and 12 species of alien invasive birds, which are spreading like wildfire because they've got these niches that they're fulfilling that they can do so much better than the indigenous species in so many cases, like the rosary parakeets, the common starlings, which are brought here in like the 1800s that have since then, where they were released in Cape Town, with twenty individuals spread across the whole of the sub-region, and they can live in almost any environment from cities to deserts it's saddening to me
3: interest interestingly enough uh common stalling are a mega for the province a mega yeah we don't okay. uh, we don't get them
0: your province in in uh, okay well which province you you based in again I forgot which one you you said
3: Gha- Gha-Teng.
0: Gha-Teng, okay uh, yeah. <laughs> really yeah, yeah, I, so- I would have I didn't know that there were megas there. Wow. So, thanks yeah, for Yeah, So, so me. They,
3: re, they reported, they reported, uh, uh, regular well, when they are seen, they reported. I mean, I saw one reported last week, and that's the first one I know of. In okay. Regions. It's like uh, a, and I don't think, I don't think they're too common in, in KZN either. I'm not sure about southern KZN. Um, I've only ever seen them in the Drakensberg. Okay.
0: You, you're probably oh. correct, more correct than me. It's like an Indian miner being found in the Western Cape.
3: Yeah, 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 exactly. Sure. They, they kind of they kind of directly compete, I think. So, so they kind of, yeah, keep each other in,
0: in check. You know, I discussed with Zach Simpson a couple of months ago that him and I um, were considering not ticking off any alien species of birds in South Africa on our lists because we want to support, you know, the awareness of alien species impact on land. Um, and we actually at one point said to each other, we're not gonna do it. We agreed. But you know, technical difficulties came in that others weren't agreeing and there's peer pressure and this and that. Um, and it's something I'm I'm reconsidering actually taking serious now because you know, a conversation like this does remind me of the negative impacts alien species have on us. I see we've got one minute left of this episode. So I don't know what you what are your guys' you... thoughts on that?
2: No, I think I think um it's it's actually a good idea I don't know I haven't thought of that um, but now, um, now that, you, that you're saying that I actually think it's a not a bad idea and if we can spread out that kind of mindset it might create a bit of awareness
0: yeah it's about spreading the mindset so that you you do it with other people because that's what gets people to do things as long as there's little peer, peer pressure you, uh, you get to you know get, have an impact but maybe we should uh, leave this for another episode I hope you enjoyed this episode of the chit chat. I haven't actually done episodes necessarily like this before. I think I'm gonna do I think I'm gonna do more chit-chats. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the birding life on all your social media platforms and your favorite podcast players. Until next time, happy birding and be blessed.